Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Gamer Talk podcast. How are you? Hope you're okay. Um, it is evening here. It's just turned 20 to 29. Uh, on Saturday night, of course, I didn't record yesterday because I was out. Uh, where the hell was I last night? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, welcome along to the show. Thank you for listening and all the normal crap. Um I was looking at my um, podcast hosting site thing and it says that uh, there was a, a massive increase in listeners last week. Uh, now, I don't know how accurate it is. It could be wrong. It could be a misprint. But if it is true and you are one of those listeners, which of course you are, because why the hell else would you be here, then thank you very much. It's great to see how many of you are listening in, how many of you are interested. Um and uh, yeah, all the more reason to do this. Right, let's talk about some things. Uh, and I've called the show Deja Vu today because, well, it is. It just, it. I'm looking at my notes here and it just feels like I'm talking about everything that I've already spoken about. Um, not that that's a bad thing, but it's kind of, yeah, it's just like, you know, what's the point? It's like you do something. Something happens in this industry, and then suddenly it doesn't happen, and someone else does it, and so on. It kind of becomes a thing, and you talk about it every week, and new things happen. It's in the news, and it's like after a while, you just think, you know what? I don't give a fuck anymore. Um, but it just keeps on going and going and going and going. Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing this week. Anyway, let's start by talking about our first deja vu thing, and that is Discord. Um. This is after uh, PlayStation revealed that they're incorporating Discord into PlayStation Plus. Um, when I say incorporating, I'm not quite sure what that means yet. Um, obviously, they didn't uh, clarify that. Anyway, before I say any more on the point, I want to read out a quote from Jim Ryan, who... Well, we all know he's a PlayStation uh, president and CEO. Anyway, he had a bit to say about the deal, so let's listen to him. At PlayStation, we're constantly looking for new ways to enable players around the world to connect with one another, form new friendships and communities, and share fun experiences and lasting memories. It's in this spirit that we're excited to announce a new partnership with Discord, the communication server popularised by gamers, and used by more than 140 million people every month around the world. Together, our team is already hard at work connecting Discord with your social game experience on PlayStation Network. Our goal is to bring the Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together on console and mobile starting early next year. Allowing friends, groups and communities to hang out, have fun and communicate more easily while playing games together. To bring these experiences to life for our players, Sony Interactive Entertainment has made a minority investment as part of Discord's Series H round. From our very first conversation with co-founders Jason Citrin and Stan Wisniewski, I was inspired by their lifelong love for gaming and our team's shared passion to help bring friends and communities together in new ways. Empowering players to create communities and enjoy shared gaming experiences is at the heart of what we do, so we are beyond excited to start this journey with one of the world's most popular communication services. 
It's always a privilege to work with great partners to bring fresh experiences to our fans and we'll have more to share in the coming months. So there you go, that's what Javran had to say on the deal. Um, what can we pick apart from that? Well, they've made a minority investment uh, in Discord. Uh, how big that investment is, I don't know. We'll probably never know. They don't tend to reveal financial information to outsiders. Um, and in exchange, Discord are going to incorporate the 7th PlayStation. PlayStation Plus. Um, I, I don't think that'll impact the price of PlayStation Plus, but you never know. Um, there's a few avenues to this because obviously Microsoft were in talks with Discord just a few weeks ago about a, a takeover um, amounting to many billions of dollars. I can't remember the exact figure now. And, uh, of course, that never happened, and Discord uh, came out with a statement afterwards in which they basically said they were confident in their own user base uh, that they could continue as they were. Um, and then just a few weeks down the line, they're basically saying that they've accepted money from Sony in exchange for working with them on PlayStation Plus. Uh, the communication side of PlayStation Plus, which of course is fair enough, but it's like, why did you reject money from Microsoft and then take a smaller amount from PlayStation or from Sony? Now, the answer perhaps is that um, they didn't want a buyer, they were confident in their own abilities to make money and so on. Uh, and when Sony contacted them and said, you know, we don't want a stake or a share or bio or any of that crap. We just want to uh, basically hire you to do some work with us. That's what's going on here. You know, they've given Discord a lump sum to work with them on PlayStation Plus's uh, communication servers. Uh, and they do talk a lot about communication, communities, sharing experiences, uh, memories, uh, all that stuff. Um, what else? Well, they, they say it's all gonna gonna happen early next year. Um, on on PlayStation Network, it's all gonna PlayStation Network next year. What's also interesting is they say it's all gonna come to mobile. So it'll be interesting to see how how much of Discord makes its way to uh, the PlayStation mobile app. I presume that's what they mean by mobile. Um, which I'm sure you know from what I've said in the past, I don't like mobile, but, um, it's, you know, they've obviously looked at this PlayStation and thought, well, there's a lot of plus users that will use it, so it's worth it. But there's also a lot of mobile users who will use the service as well. Um, now, whether that's for uh, communicating or whether it's for remote play or something else, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, they've obviously looked at something and uh, decided this is the way to go. Um, it's interesting that they've um, that PlayStation have quoted Discord's monthly figure usage figures, um, 140 billion people a month, uh, because it's almost like they're trying to prove that they've done the right thing, and it's like, well, who are you, who are you trying to prove it to? 
I mean, it could be someone like me who's looking at the steel a bit sceptically and thinking, well, you know, it's a decent deal, but it's not really, it wasn't really necessary, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely it'll add something to PlayStation Plus, although it's not quite clear yet what they say they're going to reveal that. Um, it's interesting as well that the PlayStation have chosen to do this now. Of course, they just launched the uh, PlayStation Video Pass in Poland, so they're testing that as well. So they're clearly looking to add value to the service. Um, I just... I don't... I mean, PlayStation Plus is a good service because of, you know... Uh, I don't know, the tangible things is another right word, maybe, you know, the the games, the discounts, uh, things like that. Not because you can communicate via a different service or because you can watch a part Sony-owned shite film, you know, in my opinion. I'm sure Video Pass will add some value at the time when it, when it comes, but... Um, I mean, there's not a lot of Sony films, and they aren't all on the service from what I'm aware of. So, it's not really my thing. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that they spoke to the co-founders as well. Uh, so, they're obviously all in on this. Uh, when he goes on about their lifelong love for games, I don't know whether he's actually seen that as a genuine thing, or he's made it up to sound better. You never really know. Um, right, anyway, let's move on uh, from Discord. We'll see what happens with that over the next few months. Um, like we say, it won't be till early next year, but it'll be interesting to see what happens anyway. But I'd like to move on. I want to go back to Star Wars Day and recap that. Um, Star Wars Day for me was a bit disappointing. Um, I don't know about you, but for me... Um, I was expecting some big things that we didn't really get any um what did we get well we got the bad batch obviously the uh animated series on disney plus i watched the pre um the premiere and it's it's good i like it you know it's a good good show uh there was also offers on the star wars lego and free gifts and things which i mentioned um there were also some memes and images made to celebrate the day which you know, are out there somewhere if you want to check them out. Um, what was disappointing though was there were no uh, no reveals or no news that I was expecting. Um, obviously, I talked about Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. I keep mentioning that one. Um, I did expect something, but there wasn't anything mentioned at all, which was a bit disappointing. Um, but outside that as well, we know Ubisoft to work on another game. I thought they might have mentioned something. Uh, EA maybe, I don't know. The Battlefield 3 perhaps, who knows. Uh, but also, there's a lot of films in the works and other shows, so I thought they might have told us about some of them, but no. Uh, so yeah, Star Wars Day feels like a bit of a missed opportunity, you know, uh, to reveal things. Um it's it's one of those things, you know, where a company looks for the optimum time to reveal something. 
And if you're working on a Star Wars project, this would have been it, you know. Um, because you basically had the world's Star Wars fans watching. Um, and anything that came out on that day, they would have automatically uh, flocked to and seen and said the piece on. Um, so from that, that perspective, it was a bit disappointing um, for me. But um, in terms of Lego Star Wars and Skywalker Saga and any other games, it's looking likely that we'll see the bit E3 now. Um, there's been some action on Twitter about that, people following each other and things. Um, and also the, the perceived silence and the statement from Traveller's Tales, I think it was, the other week. Uh, saying that they'll reveal it in the future. Well, the future is going to be E3, surely. It's, you know, it's quite close now, so. Uh, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to. We'll talk about E3 a bit more later on. Um, but, yeah, just Star Wars is a Disney thing now, and it feels like they've missed an opportunity to uh, just to release anything related, really. Right, uh, something else I want to talk about again, more bloody deja vu. Metro Exodus Enhanced Edition. Uh, I mentioned this last week, of course. It's on PC now. It's, uh, like, a, like the name suggests, it's an enhanced edition of Metro Exodus. Uh, graphically, audioly, or audio, audioly, is that a word? Graphic, audio, whatever. You know what I mean. Um... Anyway, it's on PC now via Steam and whatever else as a free upgrade. It's um, Metroid is a funny one because it's a game I followed ever since it was released, really. And I was I kept thinking buying it, but for whatever reason, I never did. Um, it's an FPS, and I don't like FPSs, but the way the way it's done. You know, with the old world and the shooting people from distance and things, uh, appeals to me more than, say, shooting zombies in Gaulagia or something, you know. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's on PC now, it's on Steam. I think it's exclusive to Steam, I don't know. Uh, maybe on Epic as well. Anyway, the reason why I mentioned it is because it's being confirmed by Deep Silver that it will be coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X. On the 18th of June. So circle that date if you want the game. Um, if you already own it on PS4, it's available as a free upgrade. Like the PC, it's going to be a free upgrade for previous owners. So if you own it on PS4, you can upgrade PS5 for free. If you own it on uh, Xbox One, you can upgrade Xbox Series X for free, I think. Um, there's also a physical edition launching called Metro Exodus Complete Edition. Um, that will contain the enhanced edition of the game and it will also include the two DLCs which are the two kernels and Sam's story which are the two DLCs for the game um, it's something I would recommend you checking out if you own a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or S and you um, you're a fan of the genre of game is, you know, sort of, I don't know, what would you say, atmospheric shooter, uh, because it's an FPS, but you can play it third person as well, I think. Uh, it's, 
yeah, something I've looked at. The dif- the difficulty is for me that I don't have a disk drive in my PC, so if I bought it, I couldn't then return it. Um, technically, I could on Steam and Epic, but they only give you two hours, which is nowhere near enough, in my opinion. And uh, I just play the game and set it up. Uh, you know, you turn it on, set up your controls, fiddle with the options, start the game, play it. You know, start playing. You've already missed two hours and you don't even know about it. Um, so, yeah, anyway, Metroid just announced edition on consoles 18th of June for that one. Right, a few new ones that I haven't mentioned, which is, thank God, I feel like I keep saying the same shit, so the fact that I've got something new to mention is uh, is good to me. Uh, and that is The Division. A few things to mention about The Division. Uh, first of all, something called The Division Heartland. Uh, that's going to be a free-to-play game in The Division universe. Uh, that's going to be available on cloud, console and PC. Uh, it's being put together by Red Cloud and it's going to be available in the late 21, early 22 window, so sort of October to March I would say uh, yeah, so that's going to be a free to play game it's probably going to be an MMO because you can then put in microtransactions and player limits and shit to make money from it which is what a lot of companies do now because it's a free to play game um it might be a nod towards, uh, you know, your Fortnite, Apex Legends, all those things. It might be similar to one of them. I don't know. They have said they're going to reveal more detail later on. Um, possibly at E3 again. I don't know. You, we know Ubisoft are going to E3, so you know. Uh, also, something else Ubisoft told us about the, the Division Mobile. Um, it's basically a mobile version of the game they're going to reveal more about that at a later date as well um like i say i don't like mobile games but it's interesting that they're going down that route anyway um and yeah i mean it's probably going to be heavily customized away from the main game but it'll be released in, in you know location or character or whatever um there's also more content coming for The Division 2. Uh, more, te- more details on that later this year as well. Alongside a Division novel and a Division film. So Ubisoft's really expanding the whole Division universe here. Uh, milking it for all it's worth, you might say. Uh, they're on their second game. Can they? Can you see them releasing a third? Probably. Um... It's interesting that the Division 2 content is uh, due later this year. It's due to be released later this year, maybe November time, I don't know. And then possibly at E3 next year, they could release the Division 3. Who knows? That's just a guess, but you don't know. Uh, right, yeah, so the Division universe is growing exponentially. Um, so you've got Heartland coming, the free to play game. You've got the Division Mobile, you've got more Division 2 content, you've got a novel and a film, and God knows what else coming soon. Um, so yeah, if you're a fan of the Division, you're definitely pleased about that. Right, another new game that I picked up earlier this week, well actually it was just today, I read it this morning, uh, 
And that's something called Lost Judgment. Um, it's coming on the 24th of uh, September. 24th of September worldwide it launches. So it's going to be everywhere. Uh, Lost Judgment is, of course, a sequel to the original Judgment game. Um, it's not something I'm familiar with, but I watched the trailer and it looks all right. Uh, you know, it's not a AAA title, but it looked all right, you know. Uh, anyways, yeah, 24th September worldwide. Um, it'll be on PS5, PS4, Xbox, on Xbox Series X and S as well. So all the consoles, but no Switch version, of course. Um, but yeah, the more popular ones. Um, and yeah, like I say, I can't, I'm not very familiar. I can't say much about that, but it is a game. That is coming 24th September for that one. Um, like I say, it launches worldwide, so you can get it everywhere on the same day. Uh, Alright, a, a poor moment, a bad moment now. Bad moment? Bad news. Bad news moment. Uh, and that is news of another delay. Um, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contract 2. Um, it releases on the 4th of June. On PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC. However, the PS5 version has been delayed until later this year. No explanation as to why, just technical issues and normal shit. Uh, which is a shame, but, you know, nobody has a PS5, so I don't care. Uh, anyway, as we of an apology, and the developers have made the first DLC free. Decide they will make it free, uh, regardless of the platform. So, regarding what platform you are, doesn't matter. You can claim it for free whenever it releases. Um, if you buy a PS4 version, the PS5 upgrade will also be free uh, whenever it's released. Um, which is, you know, a nice incentive. But a lot of people are doing that. A lot of companies doing that. Um, but yeah, same for Ghost Warrior Contract too. I mean, I. Bought my brother a sniper ghost warrior game when he was young, and it's good. I mean, the whole uh, you know the the location and the guns and the player, you know, uh, the uh, camouflage and everything all looked very good. But the actual game was just a bit slow and boring. I thought it wasn't really for me. Um, so yeah it's been delayed but I don't care I won't buy it anyway <laughs> I'm not interested at all but um, if you are then you can buy it on the 4th of June but the PS5 beat, uh, version has been delayed until later this year right uh, I want to move on to a game I uncovered earlier this week and that is something called Game Builder Garage um it's coming to Switch on the 11th of May, so just a few days. Uh, it's going to... It's, it's a sort of children's educational thing. Um, it's going to help you, well, help them learn how to code and make games. Um, it's sort of a labs type thing. Um, it's more, like I say, it's more of a kid's education thing than an actual game. But the fact that they, you know, the fact that they've made it fun, 
is um, you know if you can make learning fun, that's half the battle. So yeah, another thing I'm not interested in, but um, it's a game. If you want to learn how to code, and you're a kid, you can buy that on your living room on Switch. Right, a game I'm interested in now, and I'm well, I am keeping an eye on. I will be keeping an eye on it for the future. Uh, something called Open Country. Um, now this one is being put together by Fun Labs, who are a Romanian bunch. Um, and then it's been published by Five Hundred Five Games. Um, the game comes to PS4 and Xbox One PC on the third of June. Uh, what is it? Well, it's a third-person hunting survival simulator. Um, it's been described a lot like Days Gone, but without the zombies and without the you know everything being broken. It's just sort of you versus nature. It's uh, very similar to the Call of the Wild games, actually. Um, it's basically you, like I say, you against nature, you against the animals, the elements, all that stuff. Um, it's, it's not really a AAA game, but it looks good. I'll be checking it out anyway. Um, so, yeah, like I say, 3rd of June for that one. PS4, Xbox One, PC. It's interesting that there's no next-gen version, but like I say, it's not a AAA game, and it's usually only AAA games that get next-gen versions. Um... But yeah, I'll be keeping on that one, seeing how the reception goes, how well it sells. I might even pick it up, depending on how much it is. Um, and yeah. Alright, something I talked about last week again, some more deja vu, and that is Life is Strange True Colours. Um, that releases on the 10th of September, of course, on PS5, 4, Xbox Series X, and S, and Xbox One, PC, and Stadia as well. Um, and I just mentioned it because there's a new trailer out which features Gabe, who's Alex's uh, big brother. The game actually looks really good, I must say. In, this, in that trailer, the, the graphics, the gameplay all look excellent. Um, anyway, just uh, one of the other reasons is that the game will release as a standalone thing Life is Strange 2 Coloured. And then you will also get Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Uh, that's due to release in the fall. Uh, it will contain remasters of Life is Strange and Life is Strange Before the Storm. Uh, you can buy it as a standalone product or as part of the Life is Strange True Colors Ultimate Edition. Uh, and that will be available on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S1 PC in Australia when it becomes available. Like I say, it releases in the fall, which is probably October, but they haven't said yet. Um, True Colours, 10th of September, the um, remaster collection will probably release at the same time, I'm guessing, looking at the Ultimate Edition, but the fact that they've confirmed it makes me wonder. Um, but yeah, that's something I'm looking into, just because it looks so good. Um, it's it's kind of laid back, you know, it's my type of game, so um, I like that thing. Um, 
Right, another Switch game, um, which, uh, well, I say Switch, PS4, Switch, and PC, so it's not just Switch. And that is something called Maze and Abyss, Falling into Darkness. Uh, now, this is an ARPG based on the anime slash manga series of the same name. It's also worth saying that it's only being confirmed in Europe and North America so far. Uh, so, you know, other regions, I don't know yet. Like I say, it's on PS4, Switch and PC. It's not due till next year, so I've got time to wait yet. Uh, and all this has been confirmed by the publisher, Spike, Spike Chunsoft, who I've never heard of till now, but there you go. Uh, anyway, so yeah, based on the uh, the show, well, the anime manga series of the same name. Uh, again, not something I'm interested in, but, you know, if you are, or if you follow the series, then maybe you are. Uh, like I say, not just for next year, though, so no rush. Um, but, yeah. Right, uh, another one I saw this week, which we might see a bit more of a D3. Uh, and that is Saints Row the Third Remastered. Um, it's on Steam on the 22nd of May, so not long. Um, it was actually exclusive on Epic for a year on the Epic Game Store. Um, yeah, they, they had a year's exclusivity ending now or soon, and it will end up on the Steam on the 22nd. Uh, the, the remastered edition is also available on uh, PS4 and Xbox One as well. Uh, when I mentioned D3, I said full third remastered, I would read that. Yeah. Deep Silver have confirmed that they are working on a Saints Row 5, so that will probably be shown off at E3 as well. Um, which, you know, I kind of went off the Central games. I had Central 3. It was good, but not great. Um, and, yeah, it just kind of drifted into obscurity for me, you know. I wasn't well, that interested. Uh, right, Call of Duty. And that is the new one. Call of Duty World War II Vanguard, we think it's called. Um... I just want to, uh, well, before I talk about it, I want to read out a statement by the Activision Blizzard CEO, Daniel Allegri. Uh, he was talking on a financial earnings call about Call of Duty this year, and he was saying that, here's a quote, development is being led by Sledgehammer Games, and the game is looking great and on track for its full release. This is a build of next generation experience with stunning visuals across campaign, multiplayer and cooperative modes of play designed to both integrate with and enhance the existing Call of Duty ecosystem. We look forward to sharing more details with the community soon. So that sounds like something else we could see at E3 as well. Um, it's during the fall, which I'm guessing is October, but I don't know. Um, and when he says integrates with the existing system, he has to confirm that it's going to integrate into Warzone. I don't know how or what it's going to do, but he did say that's what would happen. Um, 
At the top there, he's also confirmed that development is being led by Sledgehammer Games. He's worked on Call of Duty games in the past. They know what they're doing. Um, it's not... You know, I don't normally buy Call of Duty games, so I'm not really that interested, but it is something I saw and thought it may be interesting. Um, so yeah, that's the next Call of Duty game. We think it's called World War II Vanguard, but he didn't actually confirm that. Um... I think the way games work now is you develop the game and then come up with a name after. You know, so they won't decide on the title completely until they finish the game, which makes sense to me. Uh, but like I say, I don't care because I don't buy it. I don't buy Kodji games, but I know a lot of you do. Uh, right, another game now, and that is something... Uh, Something I was expecting to see at this particular point. And that is something called Dark Alliance. Um, it's a third-person ARPG based on Dungeons & Dragons, which is the tabletop role-playing game, you'll know that. Um, if For those of you familiar with Dungeons & Dragons, the game is set, of Ice, set in Icewind Dale. Uh, it's a single player game although you can switch between characters uh, and it will also contain online multiplayer as well uh, if you're familiar with the books the game is set after the Crystal Shard which is the first book in the trilogy so it's kind of after one and before two if you follow it's being put together by Tuk Games, I think, T-U-Q-U-E, Tuk Games, I think they're called, and published by Kosh Media. Or in uh, Europe, I think it's going to be published by Wizards of the Coast, which is, uh, again, I think I've never heard of, but there you go. Uh, so yeah, I call it Dark Alliance, I think it's going to be called uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance uh, because that's kind of what it is but I'm not sure but you can look it up yourself if you're uh, if you're interested in that um, it's something I'll be watching but I probably won't buy alright moving on from games to game services uh, and let's start with Playstation now they've added their Games for the month, they've announced their games are adding three titles this month, which is just crap again. Um, and it's also worth saying that none of them are PlayStation exclusives from PS3, for example, which is shit. Uh, but anyway, so what are they adding? They're adding Neo, uh, they're also adding Streets of Rage 4. Uh, although it's only going to be available till November, the 1st of November. Uh, and then they're adding Jump Force, which will only be available till the 2nd of August, which is, uh, I don't know, disappointing, I guess. You know, if I think PlayStation now, I think, you know, I want to, I want to play Sony exclusive. I want to do older games that were great, you know. Um, but recently they've been adding just shit games that a lot of people don't care about, and not a lot of them. 
so it doesn't justify the price in my mind at the moment. Certainly not if they were to raise it or something. It wouldn't sit with me at all. So I hope they don't do that at all. I did think about getting it because of the games on it, but seeing them add, you know, not care about adding games like this is... Uh, it's disappointing. So Sony, Jim Ryan, if you're listening, sort it the fuck out, you know? Because your PlayStation now is becoming a joke. Really becoming a laughing stock. I know there's good games on there, but you need to start with good and maintain good, and they're not doing that, you know? So that's disappointing. But let's move on to a more positive note, and that is Xbox Game Pass... Uh, and they have revealed all their games for this month, uh, starting with Dragon Quest Builders, Dragon Quest Builder 2, sorry, uh, that joined on the 4th of May, so that was Tuesday, uh, that was on console and PC, I've actually downloaded it, but I've not tried it yet. Uh, more games, FIFA 21, that's available on console and PC as well, that came out on the 6th, uh, so that was Thursday. Uh, Outlast 2, that's on Cloud Console PC and 6, so that was Thursday as well. So that's something I might check out because I'm not sure what it is. Uh, another one that come, came out on the 6th, Steep. Uh, that was on Cloud and Console, so I can't play it anyway on PC. Yeah. But I'm not sure what it is anyway. And then we jump forward to the 13th, which is uh, Thursday, I think, the Thursday coming. you got Final Fantasy X and X2 HD Remaster. Uh, that comes to console and PC. I'll definitely be playing that. It's been years since I've played a Final Fantasy game. Um, it's And yeah, remasters are like the best ones, you know. Uh, another one coming on... The 13th, the 16th, 13th. Thirteenth, which is Thursday, so Final Fantasy X and X2 HDV Master. And then Just Cause 4 reloaded. Oh, I'm so excited for this one. You all know I love the Just Cause games, they're amazing. Uh, that's on Cloud Console on Cloud Console on PC, I should say, on 13th. I will 100% be downloading that one um, and playing it and telling you how it goes. Uh, a couple of ones, Psychonauts, Cloud Console PC on 30s as well. Uh, Red Dead Online, that's on Cloud Console on the 13th. That's interesting that it's... Uh, we had GTA 5 rejoined the other week and now you've got Red Dead Online but not Red Dead. I don't know why, but there you go. Uh, no more on the 13th, Remnant from the Ashes, uh, which I've heard of, but I don't really know a lot about it. Um, I might try out, but... Yeah, so from that list, what we're going to play with Dragon Quest Builders I already downloaded. FIFA 21, I'll probably download just to see if the controller uh, works. Final Fantasy uh, will be 100% downloaded when it becomes available. Just Cause 4 as well. Um, what else have we got on PC? Outlast 2. I mean, 
maybe check it out and see what it is. Uh, Rendered online, I can't play anyway. Remnant from the Ashes is PC only, so yeah, possibly. And Psychonauts, maybe, so basically all of them, so that's good value. And before we move on as well, I just want to talk about Game Pass because I have um, I've had a quite a week this week. I uh, sort of did nothing and didn't really want to play a game. I had that sort of gamer's block, I call it, you know, when you don't really want to play anything. Um, so I had that, and then Thursday rolled around, and I. I don't know what came over me, but I decided to do a bit of uh, playing all the games I haven't played on Game Pass. So I played Descenders, and it it was decent, but the control controller didn't work, so I got rid of that one. Um, I tried Empire of Sin, which I actually really like. It's not what I expected. I expected a more L.A. noir type game, you know, wandering around, uh, confronting baddies, shooting them, solving puzzles. It's not that, um, but I do like it. I do like the sort of historical architecture and genre of the style of the game and also the turn-based combat, which I didn't think I'd like, but it works quite well. Um yeah, so I kept that. Descender was deleted. Uh, and I replaced that with Destroy All Humans, um, which came out last week, of course. It's a re- remake one. Um, I've not played it yet, but I'm desperate to try it out. I also tried Bridge Constructor, which I quite like. Bridge, Con- it's, Bridge Constructor is like an easy take on... Uh, Puzzle solving, you know. Uh, so it's just me. I quite like easy, easy games. I don't like, like easy take. I don't like, uh, you know, hardcore nonsense. Um, a couple of the games I downloaded some Nautica, which I am loving so far. Uh, just everything about it, really, from the controls, which are easy, to the the soundtrack, to the. Uh, just the fact that it's a genre that isn't really covered a lot, you know, it's a sort of uh, undersea exploration thing. It's kind of like a Noah's Sky with Water, but um, yeah, the fact that you're underwater and all the sort of bees are not quite the same and all these sort of odd-looking fish, and I don't know, I just like it. Um, and then the other one, Doom Eternal, I've been playing, which kind of surprised me because I don't like FPSs and I've never played a Doom game. But I downloaded it just because I wanted to try it and I actually really like it so far. Um, I haven't got particularly far, but I've had fun playing it, you know, and that's... That's kind of what a game's about, having fun while playing it, you know. Um, sometimes I can play some Nautica or Minecraft or something and it feels like a chore. If that happens, then you're not having fun and I'll normally just turn it off because then it's not a game, you know. Um, but like I say, I've been having fun and that is good. 
So yeah, Xbox Game Pass. That's what I've been playing, and then they're adding multiple games as well. Uh, just a couple of games to Epic Games Store. Their free games this week are Pine and the Lion's Song. Uh, Pine looks interesting, but not like something I would play. Uh, and then the Lion's Song is a. a I've never heard of it and I've never seen it, so I don't I can't can't comment on it at all. Um it's just yeah, it's just crap. Uh, by the way, if my voice sounds shit guys, it's because my left nostril is all blocked up and I'm struggling to breathe here, so if I pass out and die then you know why. Um uh, what else have I done this week? Well, I cancelled my WWE Network, so that will save me a tenner a month. I refrained from buying a Lego, which was shocking, considering I was very close to it. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking through Twitter to see if there's anything interesting here. Not really. Oh, here's something for Call of Duty Warzone. Click on that. What does it say? Call of Duty Warzone is a diehard John McLean teased for Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, Rambo as well. John McLean. Uh, is he back to career? Okay, so has it been has it been confirmed? What she was Rambo and John McLean skins. Oh, okay, so hang on. So right, so Call of Duty created a fake company in Warzone called Nakatomi Duct Cleaning Cleaning. Uh, and of course, the Nakatomi Corporation is the company that Joe McLean's wife works for. Uh, and Nakatomi Plaza is the hire's office in LA where he finds himself battling these, what do you want to call them, goons, baddies. Uh, so they're teasing it, basically. So, yeah. anyway, I've got some. I don't really want to call them news stories, but just things that are happening. A couple of them. Uh, first of all, Google Stadia um, has hit more problems. Their vice president has left the company. Um, so, yeah, they've lost their VP. Now, his name was John Justice. Uh, but he's left the company. He was also a product head as well. He joins Jade Raymond, who left earlier this year. He was the head of CD Games. So a bunch of department heads leaving. Uh, Jade Raymond started a new company. I can't remember what it's called. A new developer. I'll find out and let you know later on in a later show. Uh, anyway, all these departures follow on from the closure of Stadia's internal studios. Uh, that happened earlier this year as well. 
they only ever released one game, which I don't know. It's a, a show a significant loss, maybe. I don't know the numbers, uh, but they probably would imagine they had their uh, open for a few years and they only released one game. Anyway, I've got a quote here from the Vice President and General Manager of Google. His name is Phil Harrison and he's been having his say on the future of Stadia. So here's a quote. Stadia will be moving away from a storefront slash subscription service and towards the technology Google can license out to publishers and developers. So, I mean, is that the death of Stadia? I mean, maybe. Or maybe it's just same diversifying. I don't really know at this point. Um, it's interesting that, obviously, they, they close their studios because they can uh, just work with third-party third game developers. There's plenty of them out there. Um, and the fact that they are moving away from a storefront and towards the technology, what does that mean? Storefronts, you can't buy games from them. Um, technology, I'm guessing they mean like streaming games from a server, but PlayStation now already does that. So I'm not sure what that means. And then when they say subscription, moving away from a subscription service, I mean, you can't subscribe to Stadia. Or you, you can subscribe to Stadia Premium, or whatever it's called. And they're basically saying that in the future you won't be able to do that. So I don't know what the future holds. It doesn't really tell us much there. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, right, moving on to E3. Again, and the list of attendees at E3 has increased. Um, a bunch of companies have added the name to the list, uh, and that falls on from the list I already had. Uh, so I'll add one to that. I might do an E3 preview podcast and just, uh, you know, think about what. I expect who's all going, what we might see, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway, the attendees that have agreed to join this week is uh, Square Enix, Bandai, Namco, Sega, XC Games, Gearbox, Freedom Games, DSi Entertainment, Turtle Beach, Verizon, and Binge. Uh, so, a couple of games companies there. Turtle Beach, the headset manufacturer. So, they may launch a new headset or something. Verizon is an interesting one because they're a mobile phone network operator. So, what could they possibly do? Well, they may launch some new handsets. If there is some, they might try and push their 5G coverage or something. I don't know. Uh so, yes, yeah, an interesting option there. Outside games. Um, just one more thing. EA. EA Games. Uh, I mentioned them all the time. They've been shopping again. EA, they've acquired Metalhead Software. Uh, for those of you that don't know who Metalhead Software are, they are 
a Canadian developer who works on the Super Mega Baseball series, uh, which is interesting considering EA already has one. Uh, They've said they're going to continue to work on the series, on the Super Mega Baseball series, which suggests to me that Metalhead Software will remain independent uh, and EA will be more of a publisher than a developer. Um, which is kind of what they do with Cold Masters, but um, yeah, it's just interesting because EA has a whole EA Sports brand, so will they stick EA Sports crap all over the games? I don't know, they probably will. Super Mega Baseball is not a game I'm familiar with anyway because I don't like baseball. You know, it's basically like you've got Super Mega Baseball, you've got MLB, uh, all those kind of things. I I don't like baseball as a sport. So I don't like the games. And I don't... Yeah, I just... Just all baseball equals here, I don't like... um, so yeah, that's EA. They have acquired well. I'd suffer. Right, I'm going to leave it there this week because I need to blow my nose. Believe it or not, even though it's blocked, I need to blow it. Um, I did mention last week about doing the show fortnightly, um, because there wasn't quite enough things to talk about. Um, I've looked at the dates and fortnightly could work, but. Uh, I want to be able to do uh, like a preview of the following month's games and I can't do that till the last Friday or Saturday of the month. So what I'm going to do is do a show next week and then leave it a fortnight and that will be the end of May. Okay, so I will be back next week with some things. I don't really know what. Um, I'll be keeping an eye out, I mean I haven't seen much this week apart from what I've already told you um, we might find out more from Sony on Discord although I doubt it um, and I mean what else, I mean there's really not a lot happening at all more Switch games Game Builder Garage is launching on the 11th. Uh, and I know Resident Evil Village launched yesterday and Hood launches on Monday, I think. I can't remember. Uh, the Xbox Game Pass, I mean, next. Thursday, so yeah, well I've got to the Friday after Thursday, so we've got there the Epic Games will change their games over, but other than that, there's not really a lot to talk about, so I might just talk about uh, what I've been doing, um, but anyway, I'll find something uh, anyway I'm going to leave it there, uh, until then, I'll see you next week and as you know, just same as always, keep safe keep gaming, and I'll see you all soon <laughs>